Today we're going to be talking about the suppression of the primal wild self. Stick around. Hello and welcome to the Warrior King YouTube channel and podcast. My name is Michael Riggs. I'm a full-time author, artist, and entrepreneur here to assist you on your journey to unlocking masculinity, manliness, and the warrior spirit within, and overall leveling up your life. The last couple of days have been a little bit crazy around here. My wife is at the end of pregnancy and um, we keep thinking that she's in labor, but she's not. We end up getting sent back home. So it's been, it's taken up a lot of time and just been a little bit crazy. We can't wait to meet our third son. I almost can't believe I'm even saying that. The third boy. I thought I would be lucky to have one child in this life and now I have five. So just abundantly blessed in that field and just very excited to be able to raise three boys into strong men. And that's kind of the topic of the day. We're going to be talking about the primal wild self, how it's suppressed from us, how all things that are manly or masculine or the wild boy is kind of sucked out of us. It's a real thing, I promise. And we're going to get into that today. So stick around for the full talk. Lots of information here. If you get cut off, come back and finish this episode later because I definitely want to get all of this wisdom and information into your hands. All right, so I want you to ask yourself a question right now, and I want you to be completely honest with yourself. Are boys naturally wild? Are boys naturally wild? Do boys just have a natural wild spirit? If you're a man watching this or listening to this, ask yourself, was I just naturally wild? Or was I hyperactive? Was there something wrong with me? Like, ask yourselves these questions. Like, are boys born with a naturally wild spirit? All right, stop thinking about that. I'm going to answer the question for you. Yes, boys are naturally wild. How do I know I was one? I was the wildest boy you could imagine. You could also consult my two toddlers who are boys and every day is a struggle to get them to stop doing things that could potentially harm or kill them. Like they are wild. They like to climb on stuff, jump from stuff. They like to use everything that they see as a weapon. They like to wrestle each other until someone gets hurt. And you know, once one of them cries and I soothe them and all that, they just get right back to wrestling. They just just right back at it. So yes, boys have a naturally wild spirit. I also have two daughters. One is 12 and one is 10 now and raising them was a completely different experience. They were less wild and surprisingly they cried a lot less. Like boys cry all the time. They're they're very emotional. They, um, they get worked up really easy and when they do get worked up, those reactions are just really extreme. I didn't expect that. I, I expected boys to be a little bit tougher when it came to crying and things like that, but actually it turned turned out that the girls were a little more resilient with handling their emotions and their reactions to things. But that also plays into the boy just being wild, like just everything is outwardly expressed. There's so much energy. There's so much go, go, go-ness. You know what I mean? And my wild self was taken from me when I was a little boy. Well, I was a little bit older than a little, little boy, but it was definitely in my adolescence that I was led to believe that being hyper, being energetic, playing really hard, talking a lot, being too loud, these things were wrong and that there was something wrong with me. And we're going to get into that in a little bit too, but first I want to talk about the wild boy. So if you're a man, you can probably recall when you were a wild boy. You can probably recall things like picking up a stick off the ground and swinging it through the air for the first time. I mean like, whoa, what was that? And then suddenly this thing is a sword and you're battling invisible enemies or you're hitting your sibling and getting in trouble. Like you can probably recall when action movies weren't just good. They literally called to a part of you and these things are natural. So let's dive into that a little bit. Now, when I was a little kid playing outside was the norm. Like we were outside for hours and hours at a time. I don't even remember drinking water a whole lot and it was blazing hot outside. Like I would run and run and run for hours. I would play with kids on the other side of the neighborhood and my 
parents didn't even know where I was, I'm pretty sure. But I just remember this immense feeling of freedom running through the grass as fast as I could, the trees whizzing by me, um, picking up sticks and using them as weapons, whether it be a sword or something else, like everything that I touched was a weapon. I remember running through my house when I was inside, jumping off of furniture, making punching and kicking sound effects, driving my mom and my sisters crazy, just you know what I'm saying? Um, I remember watching the Rocky movies for the first time and it just blew my mind. And I was really into martial arts movies. I was into Rocky movies, like boxing movies, that whole sort of thing. And nobody ever really prompted me to do this. Like nobody showed me those things and was like, hey, this is what you're supposed to like because you're a boy. Like those things called to me. And I remember I was staying with my grandmother at one point and she had a set of little dumbbells and I would lift them doing curls into oblivion until I was sore beyond belief. I was probably like seven or eight years old. I thought I was going to be the first ever eight-year-old bodybuilder. I would watch Rocky IV and then just lift these weights until I couldn't anymore, basically, and do push-ups and sit-ups and all this stuff. And my entire childhood, it's like I was training for something. The only thing is there was nobody to tell me what I was training for. And there was nobody to tell me that this training that I was doing and this call to the wild and this call for combat and this killer instinct that I felt like I had was for a reason. And the reason for that is in this modern society, everything is very comfortable. We're very protected here. Everything is just very routine. There's no reason to go out into the wild and hunt your next dinner. You can just go to the grocery store and buy whatever you want. You know, you can even make the choice to only eat salad for the rest of your life. Back in the olden days, you didn't have choices like that. You didn't have the ability to make those decisions. You either fought for survival and defended your family and went out hunting or everyone would have died. You your family, your loved ones, everyone would have died. You had to be a strong man in the old days. So it's my belief that that drive is still in us. Strong men in this world are absolutely necessary. That wild primal spirit is absolutely necessary. And I'm going to give you an example right now from my book, Warrior King, to kind of illustrate my point here. All right. So imagine a scenario for me, if you will. It's a hunter gatherer tribe in a deep rainforest. There's two boys playing outside with sticks. They're battling each other. They're swinging at each other's faces. They're blocking attacks. They're striking each other. The mom of one of the boys comes outside and sees what they're doing and gets panicked. And she says, stop doing that. You're not allowed to play like that. And she snatches the stick away from the boy and brings him inside. And she says, that's dangerous. You should never play like that again. Now his dad is returning from a hunt. He's been on a long hunt in the forest. He's, he's carrying the animal that he killed on his shoulder. And the boy runs out excited. And he's like, dad's finally home. And he sees the kill and he wants to spend time with his dad. But the mother instead brings the boy inside and shelters him from seeing the separation and gore of the animal and like preparing it to cook and all that. So the dad goes and does the butchering. The mom shelters the boy and keeps him inside to chop vegetables and take care of his baby sibling instead. Now this goes on for a long time. The mother shelters the boy from anything wild or primal or violent. She wants him to be safe. She wants him to act like a good little boy. She tells him to sit down. And while all this is going on, also they're fighting off invaders to their village. Like the men in the village are having to fight off invaders of neighboring tribes and things like that. So the men are going out hunting and the boy is completely sheltered from seeing any of this. And so how many generations do they have left after all the strong men are gone? Who will be going out to do the hunting? Who will be defending the village from invaders when the boys have been sheltered from everything that makes them men? This is the state of the modern man. We are completely sheltered from everything that makes us men. The wild primal self is stripped from us. We're told to be good little boys. We're not raised to be strong men. We're raised to be good little boys. The same question 
question applies. When all of the strong men are gone and all of the boys have been raised, sheltered from everything that makes them men, how many generations do we have left? You see this primal wild self is part of you. It's innate. It's passed down from thousands of years of men who had to fight for survival, who had to do the hard things. They didn't have a choice. Their life wasn't comfortable. If they didn't do the hard things, they would have died and everyone they loved would have died. And so when you're a child, when you're a boy, this wild self that craves adventure and craves being outside and craves combat and craves swinging things like their weapons, that's an innate drive to be raised up into doing those things. And in, like I said, in this modern lifestyle, in this modern setting, there is no need for those traits anymore. There is no need to go out and hunt in the wild just to survive. There is no need to fight off invaders to your village, at least not yet. Now you can take Ukraine, for example. They're a modern society much like ours. Everybody in Ukraine was probably going about a regular day when Russia invaded their country. And then all of a sudden, everybody had to be strong. They had to defend themselves. They're like, whoa, wait a minute. So that's just one example and possible scenario of why it's very dangerous not to raise boys to be men and to teach them what that means. In the blink of an eye, life could be just not so comfortable anymore. Now, let's say that you're a person who doesn't believe in the spiritual and the bigger picture of things. Well, you still can't deny that things are passed down evolutionarily and that these things are innate. Like there are things that are innate and there are things that are learned. Like masculinity is bestowed. It's supposed to be taught to us from older men, but there are things that are innate like survival, and the primal wild self that just comes with being a boy and being a man. So with that being said, even if you're not like a bigger picture spiritual person like me, it can't be denied that there are things that are innate that were passed down to us from our ancestors, like being a total warrior king, primal badass, or else everybody that you would have known and loved would have died and you wouldn't have survived. And that's where the primal wild self comes from. It's passed down. Like if you were to look at a timeline of history from the time that we're living in now to like all of the thousands of years that people would have had to fight for survival, like this time that we're living in right now is very brief. It's only been the last couple hundred years. I know that there's been a several generations since we started living so comfortably and that's all we know. Like that's what we were brought up in. So you don't really think about things like surviving in the wild, hunting the next dinner, fighting off invaders to your village. But my point is, is that this time has been so brief that there has been no time for that drive in ourselves that was passed down to us from our ancestors to be quenched. It's still there and it's still necessary. And if we just suck that out of boys and quench it from them, they end up pursuing all of the wrong things in life. They don't know how to express that warrior spirit and they end up in jail. They end up in prison. They end up doing violent crime. It gets really, really bad. And that's why it's important to show our boys and to show ourselves that that primal wild self is natural and there's nothing wrong with it. We are wild. We are energetic. We are hyperactive. Get over it. And we need to be taught how to express that and how to channel that in the right ways or else terrible things happen. If leveling up your life as a man and what it even means to be a man is something that interests you, you can grab a copy of my book, Warrior King, Unlocking Masculinity, Manliness, and the Warrior Spirit Within. It's a seven level course to unlocking how to be a totally awesome dude. The seven levels are the primal, the listener, the wise man, the lover, the protector, the warrior, and the king. Through these seven levels, you're just going to learn to totally dominate in life. And like I said, the first level in this course is the primal. So if the content of this episode is something that really interests you, this is a great starting point 
Um, it's a little more comprehensive. I'm a better writer than a speaker, so definitely dive into this. Um, if for some reason you can't get a copy of this right now based on your circumstances, whatever it might be, like you're barely making your bills and you wanna level up your life, just get on my website, michaelriggswrites.com, fill out the contact form, tell me what it would mean to you to get this book in your hands, tell me why you wanna level up your life. Like I'm not just gonna give this to anyone. I want you to really tell me what it would mean to you to get this book in your hands and I'll send you a free copy of the ebook and I would love to do that for you, um, especially if you're trying to better your life and you can't just buy a copy of this right now. Um, I've been there before, trust me. I've been at my last dollar before, believe that. And I'm trying to reach men all over the world with this wisdom and these messages. If you can buy a copy of this, go buy a copy of this because I got a family to feed and you know I gotta get this podcast out, I got work to do and it would be so awesome to have that support and also to give you this wisdom. You can get it right now at Amazon and ebook or paperback. You can find a link for it at michaelriggswrites.com. So like I was saying before, um, I was a very wild child. Like I wanted to be outside. I wanted to be running and I was doing the same thing when I was inside. I was battling invisible enemies. I was lifting weights. I was doing pushups and this eventually drove my mom crazy. At a certain point, this is in the nineties, like the early nineties at some point when ADHD was just becoming a thing. At a certain point, my mom decided that I had attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. She took me to a doctor. The doctor just confirmed what she told him and I was falsely diagnosed with ADHD and I was put on heavy medications. To be someone who doesn't actually have ADHD, you're just an energetic wild boy and then to be put on these mind-numbing medications, I started dealing with all sorts of things. I remember being depressed for the first time going to school and just feeling down and just so aware and I even had this weird thing where I felt like my feet were going to break when I was walking. So I would walk really light because I felt like if I stepped down too hard, my feet were going to shatter. Just all of these crazy crazy neurological things that were happening to me. And so my mom would take me back to the doctor and of course the doctor would say, we have a new thing called Concerta. It's the same thing as Ritalin, except it's released over time throughout the day. That didn't work. I was still a total mess. Um, my entire personality was gone. And then of course she took me back to the doctor and the doctor says, well, you just need to up his dosage and we'll make more money this way. You know, like... It's absolutely crazy. So falsely diagnosed with ADHD and then put on these crazy medications. And at a certain point, I told my mom, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not taking it anymore. And lucky for me, she respected that. And I just kind of stopped taking them. But I do remember never really being the same after that because I learned through what my mom was telling me and what the doctors were telling me that that wild self was wrong. I shouldn't be running around playing like that. I shouldn't be wild and energetic. I shouldn't be battling invisible enemies. I should just sit down and be a good boy and be quiet. Now, this has become so common in our society, this mindset that boys are just supposed to be good little boys and be quiet. It's become so common that we have an entire society of boys who have no idea how to be boys. They have no idea how to be men. They're heavily medicated. There's always something wrong with them. If they're themselves at all, there's something wrong and that needs to be medicated. So then we're growing up with this constant barrage of everything society is telling us that masculinity is wrong, being manly is wrong, being primal and wild is wrong. It's weird. If you want to go go out into the forest for a week and survive off the land and hunt animals, there's something wrong with you. You're probably a crazy guy or something like that. What are you, a doomsday prepper or something like that? Like people think that being manly, being wild, being primal, doing all the things that we had to do before literally just to survive. All of those things are wrong now. They're shamed. And that's just crazy to me. You know, that's really what this talk is about is accepting that primal wild self, accepting those parts of you that are natural, that you would have needed for survival, that you would have needed to protect your wife and your 
your kids, that you would have needed to protect everyone around you, that you would have even needed to breathe the next day, to wake up and view the sunrise. Like if those things weren't a natural part of you, you would have died. I'll say that over and over again. So really reflect on that for a second. Like think about how all of the things that we would have needed to do just to survive back in the day are now weird niche things. Like only a few guys go and do those things. Only a few guys enjoy hand-to-hand combat. Only a few guys enjoy hunting. And if you go hunting, it's like you got to kind of like look at rules and regulations and make sure that you don't get in trouble and make sure that you don't expose yourself to all the people that are, that are going to think you're a weirdo for carrying your weapon through the woods. You know what I mean? Like these are things that you would have had to do just to live. So wanting boys to just sit down and be quiet and be good little boys is unnatural. It's absolutely unnatural. It is not the natural way of being for a boy or for a masculine man. And this causes all sorts of problems in life. Um, like I said, that warrior spirit will come out someday. It will be expressed in the wrong way if you're not brought up by strong men or taken under the wing of strong masculine men who bestow masculinity upon you and teach you how to express that warrior spirit, how to express that primal wild self, it will be expressed in the wrong ways through anger and harming someone, through being initiated into a gang, through being the toughest guy in prison, horrible, horrible stuff, guys. Like it's absolutely essential to accept that primal wild self within you and to teach what it means to younger men and boys. Now, if you're a man watching this, I want you to reflect on when that free, primal, wild, hyperactive ADHD self was stripped from you. When did it happen? Look back in your past and just really reflect on that. Think about that today as you're going about your day. When was that wild me suppressed? When when was it shamed? When was it taken from me? And then I want you to accept that part of yourself. I want you to know that it's passed down from generations and generations of your ancestors who had to fight for survival. It is completely natural. It's a part of being a man and that's absolutely okay. I want you to embrace that primal wild self. I don't think you should put on some fig leaves and go run out into the wild with a spear growling at any anybody who passes you, but I definitely think that internally, in yourself, you should accept, I am primal, I am wild, I am a survivor, I am a fighter, I am strong. These things are natural as a man. That primal wild boy self that ran around playing, swinging sticks through the air, wanting to battle invisible enemies, wanting to battle real enemies, running as fast as you could, all that hyperactivity, all of that energy, that's all just okay and a part of you. Know and know deeply that this wild primal warrior your king self is natural before this modern time when everything was so comfortable and everybody thinks that being a man is useless. Um, these are all things that you would have needed for survival. You would have needed to keep your body strong and healthy. You would have needed to run fast. You would have needed to hunt and kill and fight off invaders to your village. You you would have had to to survive. So all of these things that are still in us that are passed down from our ancestors, completely natural, completely okay. That primal wild self is still in us. And I promise you, once you embrace that part of yourself, you're moving forward in life in a whole new way. You're channeling that in a whole new way. A lot of stuff goes into this like um, do some exercise, do some really crazy exercise, get out in nature, get out in the wild, run, do everything that you can to express this primal wild self. You know, even providing for your family, providing for your wife and your kids, teaching masculinity to young men, leading and guiding young men in wisdom. All of these things are part of the warrior spirit that will help you channel that in positive ways, taking care of your body, staying fit and healthy, lifting heavy shit. And then once you accept this part of yourself, you're 
not going to channel it in the wrong ways, like harming someone out of anger, blowing up at your loved ones, landing yourself in prison and all the things that go on there, trying to be the toughest, biggest, baddest dude. Like these, you will just be free of these things. Once you accept that you are a man, that that's okay. And that that primal wild self is a part of you. These things are taken from us by this modern society. And it's almost impossible to tell people that, hey, without all of this infrastructure that's been built from us, without all of this modern way of living, if if I wasn't a strong man, if I wasn't my primal wild self, you would suffer for it. So we want our men to be strong. We want to raise our men to be strong men, not good little boys. So ask yourself, am I raising a strong man or am I raising a good little boy? Because if you're raising him to be a good little boy, he will grow up to be a good little boy. He won't grow up to be a strong man. So lots of things to reflect on there. Again, thank you so much to everyone who's pouring out love to me on all the platforms, all the podcast listeners, YouTube watchers, video watchers. Um, It's so awesome to see this finally reaching men all over the world. If you want to help me reach men all over the world, there's a support page I'm going to put down in the description of this podcast or video that you can give towards this podcast and help me reach men everywhere with this wisdom and all these awesome messages. You know, all of this wisdom came to me the hard way. I was a total nightmare in my youth. I hurt a lot of people. I screwed up my whole life. Like my life collapsed down around me. And I had to, at 30 years old, learn what it meant to be a man, how to be a strong man, um, how to level up my life, how to be a good person. And I learned it all the hard way. Like I said, my life collapsed down around me. And now the hardest thing for me is only seeing two of my children, if I'm lucky, twice a month and knowing that I put so many people through so many horrible things. So I'm trying to um, avoid this for other men. I want to warn young men. I want to teach young men what it means to be a man and that it's okay to be a man. So if that's something that interests you, getting these messages out to men all over the world and young men all over the world, definitely go to that support page. Help me out with a couple dollars so I can get this podcast to more people. And I'm just so thankful and grateful and I appreciate that so much. I hope this message inspired you today. If it especially inspired you, definitely leave a like, review, or rating wherever you're getting this content. That's how I reach more people as well. Share it with another dude. Share it with another guy who's on the same quest as we are to unlocking what it means to be a man. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks guys. 